You are now tuned in to Believe. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Untapped K, part of the Believe Podcast Networks. This episode is brought to you by Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus for on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE and bet responsibly, please. On to the show. Thank you for tapping into some Untapped Keg, the podcast about sobriety, mental health, and just life. We're here with myself, RJ Zimmerman, my good friend, Monte Ball. How you doing, big fella? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm well. I'm excited. Um, very, very excited, especially the, the, the guest that we got coming on. So it's going to be pretty good, man. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, he's got an awesome story. Um, really, really heart uh, felt story that I think our listeners was definitely going to enjoy. But uh, how are you doing, man? RJ? How's everything going for you, man? I'm good. I'm suffering from a little bit of allergies, but it's starting to go away now. Uh, it's getting better. <laughs> One day at a time, right? Absolutely. Not just, not just sobriety, but allergies too. <laughs> so as you said, we have a special guest. We are super excited. We're very honored to be joined by co-founder and CEO of Here Now Help, Bill Gerlock, or as some refer to him, King Bill. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. I appreci- We really appreciate it. How are you doing? Good man, thanks guys for uh, you know having me and carving out the time. Monte is something we've talked about for a little while oh, yeah. now, so so I'm ready for it and I'm excited and uh, hope everyone's having a good Monday so far. Yeah, man, I think it's it's we're excited to have you because yeah, we've we've been we've been communicating for the last like two three months. Um, obviously, about all the great work at Here Now Help, but also yeah, getting you here on the podcast. So you know, by this coming to fruition is an exciting thing. It feels very very good. Uh, and I, I'm just excited for people to obviously get to know some information about Here Now Help, why you started it, and obviously more information about yourself, the team there, all of the above. Um, so, uh, RJ, man, I guess let's, let's go ahead and just jump right into it, huh? All let's right. Go and get right, get right into this bad boy. So, Bill, why don't you start? I've been, you know, Monsters have been showing me uh, what you've been building, and uh, yeah. it's really exciting. Uh, for those who don't know, what is Here Now Help, and how did you kind of start? Yeah, great question. So, 
Here Now Help is uh, kind of like a five-in-one solution from everything from like recreating that barrier to entry into rehab, right? Like, you know, for myself and many others, family members, that barrier to entry to rehab is hard. It's like, why do we have to hit rock bottom to go into rehab or get care? You know, that's mm-hmm. like the common story. And then, and then on the flip side of it, it's like, okay, you know, during care, I get it. But what about aftercare? You know, I'm out of the door, no matter if it's a rehab facility, a PTSD situation, even in your community, it's, well, what about my continued care? Um, you know, and, and what we doing right now, and we'll, we'll get into my story later, but what we're doing right now is based on personal experience, um, working in the market for over a decade, hands-on, um, and seeing the need for uh, that, that ease of use and adaptability to our mm-hmm. times. You know, because of COVID, everyone's now a mental health, I guess, candidate, right? Where we're all kind of reaching out for some care. So what we're doing is building apps for communities, veteran programs, rehab and um, uh, addiction treatment centers, which is over 19,000 in the U.S. alone Mm -hmm. right now of customizing applications for them, customizing care for them so they can create an easier barrier to entry to get people in and, and curious about their care programs, but more importantly, have an output and a, a continued care solution on, on the aftercare side of things. And then also while the uh, in-care solution. So we, we, we kind of fit that whole mold as to where people are just going, oh, man, you know, rehab's a big first step, right? Or mm-hmm. I'm not going to even touch it. And mm-hmm. sadly, you know, I just read a stat. There was something on CNBC tonight. I think we had over 90,000 uh, overdose deaths last year. Um, and that number of climbing. And it's just, it's sad because I, you know, I argue how many of those people didn't even want to go into rehab center, right. Or, or, or miss that opportunity for care. So, uh, you know, we're kind of bringing this interpersonal solution, uh, customized to all different sectors, you know, across the nation right now in the world. And we're excited about it. Absolutely. I, I think I, and again, yeah, we're going to, we're most definitely going to get more into, here now helping more into obviously your story bill but uh i really wanted to revisit that statistic that you did share because um it, i just heard that statistic and actually checked out checked it out as well to fact check um if it was true or not of course and and it is i just heard that about six seven days ago um so yeah again guys what i'm talking about here is what bill stated where the ninety thousand um overdoses correct yeah of 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 last year uh and because of the pandemic man i really want you to kind of touch on that again and uh to really kind of share with us like what does that what does that mean for for you you know that number just it just keeps increasing um unfortunately and and we'll get into my story too but yeah two years ago in august my brother was one of those numbers you know he's my best friend he was my roommate he uh, did the struggle with me. You know, I'm in recovery myself over two years or three years now. Um, Congratulations. You know, but he went one way and I went, went another. And he got caught up in that statistic alone, um, even before in 2019. And it was just unfathomable for us. You know, we were the family going, this can't happen to us. I was the guy going, this can't happen to me. BS, you, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's the inevitable these days. 
And it's, uh, you know, what are you doing as a family? What are you doing as a, even a generation to prepare yourself for what's coming? Um, and it's just, yeah, it's unfathomable. I mean, I read that 90,000. If you equate right. that, the days that are in the year, uh, it's just, it's crazy. And we need to stand up, you know, and educate and, and provide. I think mm-hmm. for- yeah, yeah, I, I I appreciate you revisiting that because I, I want for people to really take time to think about that and let that sink in. Ninety thousand last year, um, that is a that is a that's a lot. That's a lot. And given the pandemic, you know, I always state this: people going into the pandemic may not have had any sort of mental health barriers, mental health disorders, or what have you. But I think coming out of this pandemic bubble, whenever that time comes, um, I think people are going to be coming out with things that they didn't go in with. Um, so that's why we here at No Tech Cake really like to harp on this stuff about mental health, making sure that you are really taking time away from the busy schedule to focus on your mind um, because we understand what we're living through right now. So Bill, man, I, I really want you to really want for you to share with us, um, you know, why you started Here Now Help. Um, I know you touched on it there briefly, but I know it's not an easy topic, but it's it's obviously important to you. I'd love for you to share. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, you know, dating back, let's go back. I mean, out of college, you know, got a job at Paychecks. We were in the biggest recession we've ever seen in years, right? Mm-hmm. That was 2008, nine, uh, some of the most expensive payroll product, you know, and I was one of those, I'm not going to fail, right? I'm not, I was the B2B sales guy. And for nine months, I was on President's Club pace, just just going for it. And I got tapped on the shoulder to get into medical sales. It was great. It was phenomenal. That wasn't my goal. That's where I heard where all the money was at, right? All these athletes got into medical sales and device sales. And why can't I, right? So I'm this nobody going in where these guys are getting plucked out and recruited, mm-hmm. essentially. And I started with the um, uh, a company called Millennium uh, Labs at the time, another Millennium Health. They were a toxicology company. So we worked with the pain management guys that prescribed all the opiates to everybody and also rehab and addiction centers that urine tested their clients. And I was like the 180th hire, 200th hire. This company was built into a billion dollar organization, but it was, but it was built on kind of dishonesty. We were just telling people to urine test people. We didn't care about the results or anything. They were taking $4,000 from insurance you know, instant reads were reimbursed at $300. I was making all this money at the time I moved up. I I started managing regions and then the Eastern part of the United States. And then eventually left the company to build my own business and building labs throughout the United States. But it was an unfulfilling job. And through this journey, I was working so much. I was working, I think, I mean, mean, uh, crazy. I was on a plane six days a week, flying 150,000 miles a year. Um, you know, and I was put on pain medications. One of my doctors, a client of mine was like, yeah, you have complex renal pain syndrome. And I did, I fell down the stairs in, in, uh, in college, never got help, but I never went to chiropractics. I never did anything holistic. You know, I never dieted. I gained 30 pounds, was put on pain medication. And then one day this guy goes, oh, I'm not using you for urine tox solutions. And then I'm not getting medication. I'm going, oh my God, I'm, I'm heavily addicted to pain medication. Mm-hmm. I have a whole life to live. Mm-hmm. So it was a, a four or five year 
laps of calling friends and people who I knew had pain medication and then essentially buying off the street until my world came crashing down. I mean, depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. I mean, what you can imagine for, I mean, I had all the money in the world. I, I spent it all, everything gone, Humil- you know, humility set in and didn't know where to turn. And that was the crazy part. So I'm going, wait a minute. I work with these guys every day, rehab and addiction centers. I work mm-hmm. with the people I'm supposed to know, but I have no idea where to turn right now. It's three o'clock in the morning. My head's spinning. I have no idea who I can talk to. Why can I get an Uber or a food right now, but I can't talk to anybody when I'm close to ending it all? And boom, this idea hit me like a lightning bolt. You know, and I'll never forget it. I was in the park uh, where I lived in New York City at the time. And I I called my now fiance so excited about this idea, this epiphany that I had. And this gentleman taps me on the shoulder. He goes, I just heard everything you said. I'm building something like that. I will help you start. I had no idea about tech. I knew no techies. I, I knew nothing. This guy literally sat in my apartment and helped me build the first steps. Then my brother's friends, uh, right before he passed, helped me out. USC grads starting building the mm-hmm. look of, and feel of it. And then my brother passed. And, you know, then we all vowed to just never give up. And this has a place. It was, you know, sadly, you know, my family almost calls it him a martyr. Um, you know, that this was just something that happened but you know what? We're going to live every day and fight every day in his name because there's everybody out there like him. You know, there's people probably listening to this right now that are going, man, I never knew where to turn or I was embarrassed and so forth. So here we are, you know, and the here now, um, you know, my original idea is to create something different in an open network. But where we're at right now is we're customizing and changing the way rehab and addiction centers, uh, veteran organizations, community, communities, cities and states, they offer mental care to their community. And what we're doing is we're taking their already resources and just bridging the two with technology and creating customized care routines, daily schedules, journal entries, outlooks, uh, surveys. I mean, you name it, we can do it. Mm-hmm. into offering that 24 7 365 and you know what it's interesting we're on calls and people ask well who compares to you are you like better help or tell or uh our talk space no no they bridge expensive counselors you know mm-hmm. that you know right. but we're more on the peer level because for me i didn't want to talk to a counselor that's going to yes me for an hour i wanted to talk to somebody that went through it like you mate you know yeah. and, and so forth that's where i and that's my start. And then you can get there for sure. But we're shaking up the industry. And that's kind of the story. That's a good thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead RJ. I was gonna uh, say, I've, I've read. <laughs> going back to one of your earlier answers, you said uh, that generations are going to have to, you know, when we're talking about the 90,000 deaths, generations are going to have to come to terms with it. Part of it starts with what Mons and I kind of set out to do. And that was help eliminate the stigma right mm-hmm. so like you said when you went into looking rehab where do you start where do you turn well there's such a stigma with rehab like as soon as you even think about it you're like i'm not broken i don't i don't need rehab why i'm not i'm not that broken like 
I can fix this. I can put it together. And you keep putting it off and putting it off until it's inevitable. But when we, like you're here now, help right now, talking to somebody, like, you know, talking to Mons or Mons could talk to me or, you know, you talking to somebody else, it's so much easier to just... Un- the under level of understanding that's there is mm-hmm. just that's 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 amazing and i don't i think that that could be understated a little bit and i hope that it's not because that is that's really exciting and uh i mean this is this is really exciting so going from the uh generations trying to deal with this opioid crisis and it's going to be it is our generation we're dealing with it right now mm. you're a parent as well now Mental health, how we talk about it, that it, it's so key and it's so different. And I mean, it, it really is our generation that are, are finally starting to bring it to the forefront. I think it started a little bit with the generation in front of us, but what we're doing right now, I think is uh, even pushing it further. So how do you think removing the stigmas around mental health will help with uh, maybe, you know, somebody saying I'm. I don't have a dependency issue yet, but I could. And then stepping back from it completely before it gets to a bad level. I mean, you know, it's a great point, right? And that's what I think we're seeing happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've had some interest from a lot of even NFL, current NFL, and you're even seeing like Darren Waller, tight end for the sure. Oakland yes. Raiders. That's somebody we've been in talks with. And Jordan Poyer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Safety and the, for the well, Buffalo Bills. Yeah. And that, but like, I mean, Darren comes out with his story and his teammate then comes publicly out like because of Darren. Now I'm going to share my story. And so I think we're finally seeing sadly because of COVID mm-hmm. we're seeing some big names finally rip down the taboo. Right. And then we need to create a culture that's not shied upon. It's not frowned upon. You know, we're yeah. not belittling people for talking about it. Actually, we need to praise them. Uh, that goes for everybody from, mm-hmm. Who's our biggest, in, you know, for kids, you know, when my kids are in school, you know, I want my teach their teachers and their supporting staff to understand that maybe they need to take a time out of the room or, you know, maybe schools need to implement, look, all kids are on their phones these days, use it in a positive way of getting them out and connecting with somebody like-minded and venting, right? We, we need to tear down this whole bubble of, of, you know, just completing like solidarity and, and, and bundling up because mm-hmm. then we explode. And that's essentially what I did over years and years and years. But if we vent, I mean, I'll never forget the first time I stepped into NA and I vented and I got a hug and, and this, it was my whole life changed. I mean, my whole life changed like that. Mm-hmm. And I only wished so many people I knew going down the same path that experienced that at the same time as me, more importantly, my brother, you know, I, but here's the thing. I brought him to an NA meeting, but he wasn't ready yet. And he looked around and he goes, I'm not like these people. You know, I'm not like these people fair enough, but go find your niche and go explore. And my brother was on his phone 24 hours a day. Why not that being starting point? And we'd never have used this community as a starting point. We can get food in the car. That way and everything else under the world, but why not focus about our mental health that way? And I, that's where we're going. Where we're I like going. that. I really, man, I like that a lot because uh, you, you, you're very, very passionate about the about this. Obviously, you know, for 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 reasons that you just shared, and I think that's just 
Most definitely. It's so important, man. It really, really is important, especially when you mentioned about how when folks share their stories, it, it encourages others to share their stories. And, and obviously, multiple voices are power, more powerful than one, especially if we're all aiming to tear down that stigma. Um, so the questions, man, the question that I have for you, you obviously can't share names. You can't do that. But some of the success stories that you've you've heard from, from folks or, or businesses that have utilized here now help um, just so our listeners can understand how much of a need there is for this. So right, like, yeah. what, what are some of those stories, man? I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, so, so one of our biggest things is for alumni, like what are you doing when they leave your doors? And I'll never forget this. Yeah. One of my first cold calls, this lady goes, I don't care what happens to them when they get out of the door. This is, ju- I'm getting reimbursed for when they're in here. Oh, wow. I'll never, I, I, I took the subway to and knocked on her door the next day. And long story short, now she's a potential client. So I pretty, <laughs> pretty much just went, are you kidding me? Like, are you, are you, are you kidding? You know, you know, what kind of an so, attitude is that? Like, oh, um, I, 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 but that yes. is almost the mindset. You know, I have a love hate relationship with rehab centers and look, there's 19,000 of them out there. No two, like no two stories are the same. No two mm-hmm. rehab centers are the same. I'll, I get right. that. But what my argument is, is why not offer the best care possible? Right. And, and so for, for that, you know, is well, for their aftercare, why not set up an alumni program? Because in a sense, if that person, and look, we have a 80% relapse rate in America, especially for narcotics. At some point in time, we're going to slip and fall. Who's there to catch us? 90% of the time it's our family and friends and our Mm -hmm. family and friends are the biggest referral sources of placing people and so forth. Well, why not keep in touch with those alumni, share events, let them get on message boards and communicate and share with each other, help each other out. But also in the event that they fall, now they can come back into you. And then through us, you already have all their data that has been done through their care program. So you can tailor a more customized care approach the second time around or the third time around, you know, so, so that's the biggest, you know, push there um, in, in what we like you know, really at, but also, you know, the, the easier barrier to entry and so forth. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, uh, obviously our, our audio listeners will be at a disadvantage here, but, um, what are you guys' thoughts on the share on the screen here? And let's, let's, let's see some here now help, huh? Yeah. Let me, um, I was thinking of that one second. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then, uh, our, our people who right now are tuning in via, uh, YouTube live can actually see, um, exactly what we're talking about here and to our audio listeners please check us out on youtube at untapped keg um whenever you do get the opportunity to listen to this you'll be able to check it out um but bill man i think it's it's most definitely important it's very your passion is literally pouring out right now because of of obviously you've you've dealt with loss you've dealt with uh many many things and and you have lived experience yourself as well um so i I most definitely love hearing this stuff. So when it comes to here now help, man, when it comes to an individual wanting to use this here now help, the question I got for you is what should they expect? What's the number one thing that they should expect that differentiates you guys from, I think you may have already touched on, but I want you to touch on it again from the better helps from the, um, talk space or whatever, whatever they're called. Uh, no offense to those companies. 
No, great question, right? First and foremost, it's customization. So we brand, we logo, we color brand, but more importantly, if you're different spiritualities or ideologies, we implement that text and complex into our systems for you. So right then and there, you have a tailored approach. You know, two, it's 24 seven, 365. So as you, as a user, you're going to know if I'm on the platform, these companies have agreed to, if I'm needed at three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, when I'm staring at the ceiling, going through it, they're going to be there for me. Um, Right. And then, and then also that continued care and pre-care approach. So like we're with you for the whole entire journey, not just a piece of it. And I think that's the biggest takeaway. I mean, that's, that's the value. Uh, we've literally entered a new market from top to bottom. And, and we'll tee something up. We have a little uh, demo video that we can just kind of run through and the viewers can kind of see. And I know this will be recorded so they can peel back, but it'll yep. show the depth of what we do. Every, again, everything from starting your day to daily goals, to my calendar, to meditation readings, to your journal outlook. How are you feeling today? How was your outlook today? Do you want to talk, text, and FaceTime with people? We just um, uh, 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 merged with an amazing company. And now we do guided uh, mindfulness meditations oh, yeah. that are just phenomenal. So we're, 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 we're now, you know, we're not just a mental health company, but we're a tech company. And what I mean by that is we can develop, add, subtract, and fully customize the experience to anybody out there in the nation, um, whoever's listening. You know, and, and that's the beauty about it. Uh, we're also in a massive tech incubator out of New York City called New Lab that gives us access to technology and and and, and actually pretty wild any, everything from virtual reality to oh, wow. AI things we're looking at. So the the technology and implementation in the mental health is bright. We have our eyes set on some really cool things. Um, so it, it's exciting. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh VR? yeah. VR. Oh, yeah, VR. So think about this. So for vets, we have a company we're talking to, and I won't name names for those poachers out there, but mm-hmm. we have a company that can incorporate smells. So you can like say if you're an addict, right? And you want to create safe environments, but you smell marijuana, alcohol, whatever it may be, right. but you can now cope in a safe environment because it'll just incorporate that smell through your VR device and you can do it over mm-hmm. and over and over again with the counselor. But you can learn how to not fold in the presence at a bar mm-hmm. or at a party and so forth, right? What about <laughs> what about virtual reality? If I'm a vet, we have a comp there's um, but if we create a world, so let's say under Mount Everest or in Madison, Wisconsin, and we have all the vets on a VR device, but they can gather at 9 p.m. on a Monday and they can, all over the world they can gather and vent to each other and do one off conversations virtually. What about that? Um, so, you know, look, sweet. there's more things, but, the you know, the future's bright. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for care in general, uh, technology is never, look, it's never been used in care before. Right. right. I mean, if anything in treatment, it's been taken away from us. Let's use these things that are brilliant <laughs> minds in the, in, in the U S and in abroad have, have brought us in and implement them in good ways, you know, and I think we're, uh, I think we're apt and we have the team to, to bring that forward. You're right. I mean, the, where we're at right now in society, AI is already too late to stop. Yeah. So we might as well utilize it in right. every single facet of our lives. So I, I'm most definitely picking up what you're putting down right there. Let's go ahead and uh, show off this uh, show off this demo video, man. Huh? Yeah, yeah. If you want to share or 
make me the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, don't kick us out, man. All right. No. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. All right, let me make you the host, man. There you go. Boom. Cool. You're about to see technology is not necessarily our forte. <laughs> no, no, no. Two amateurs, man. But this is some wonderful stuff. Yep, yep. And can you guys see it? Yep. So um, I'll kind of let this play through, guys, and for all the viewers, you know, yep. I won't stop and pause and, and, and regurgitate on things, but it'll move quick. But just try to take a glance at it and let me know what you guys think. So everyone has their own access code, so it's proprietary for even each location at rehab centers or locations and so forth. So like a, a little a little community, you can build yourself a little community, huh? Exactly, exactly. Your support group. Yep. Meditations are a big part. big data approach of tracking your daily progress, your journeys. So what we're seeing here is essentially we're seeing this full wraparound care with with pretty in-depth data. Right. That that obviously becomes extremely important. It's important, obviously, in the moment, but it, uh, that post care that you're talking about. Exactly. Right. If they I mean, slip, if they I fall, mean, and you got a baseline, you got some data to refer back to. And like, what if they're like walking? Right. Oh, here you go. Geolocation services. This is all like at a, as, at a needed basis, or like if the client wants to give visibility to people. But that came up from a client experience that I'll touch on after this. And you can see what you're building there, and that's you know that's something to keep your hopes up too. Mm. Hey Vanessa. Hey Johnny, how's it going? How are you? It's going all right. Thanks. Thanks it's so much. Video call. Oh yeah, obviously. obviously. If you have some time. Like your normal it's telehealth services, talk, text, FaceTime. Well, sure. So it's literally everything in one. Surveys, right. So, you know, what we tell people, and this is our admin dashboard. This is what the administrators, the people that manage the programs see. Um, and then they can kind of like like manipulate or, or quarry with people. But that helps with your managed outcomes. You know, and that's the biggest thing in rehab right now, specifically, even with your veteran pro uh, programs, communities and so forth, are managed outcomes. Letting me understand the client before I get them or when I get them. Um, I mean, it's just a, it's a it's a massive thing. It's a big data thing. You know, you can mm -hmm. see when people log in and so forth. 
then we also have geolocation that came up from a client we had early on in beta and somebody called in there go i'm drunk driving right now i'm 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 so i'm blah 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 and they had no idea where they were and they go they looked at us and go my god i wish we knew where they were right now so we could call the cops and help and so forth boom you know in came that uh little piece so you know, that's why I say we're a technology company. We listen to our clients. No two clients are the same. Like, like recovery and addiction, no two stories are the same. So we're right. here to offer a lot, as you saw. But what we do is we can start very small with people on a couple features and then let them blossom. Um, you know, with our competitors, it's what you see is what you get. You know, and we're not about that. We're about customer service handholding, familiarity, community, we're, we're, we are a family. It's that approach to building a long lasting relationship, uh, I think, of care. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that part, because that's, that's what I'm noticing here. RJ, I'm just gonna say this next point, and I'm the floor is yours, man. I've been I've been I've been hammering away here at questions, but I, I, I I'm used I think to it, that don't part- worry. that that customization um, aspect to it, I think is very, very important, especially when, as you've already stated, it's, it's every single person is different. Every case is different. Uh, There's a million ways up the hill. Um, Not everybody takes the same path. So I think that customization component is extremely important. And I think that is something that um, folks really need to tune in on. Because that, that that customization and your own specific data, uh, being able to track me where I'm at if I am drinking and driving. Uh, I mean, that's literally like having your pal in your pocket, like someone yeah. extremely reliable, always, always on you, always on your person. Stuart Little. <laughs> yeah, that, it's like you have your yeah. mouse that can drive in your pocket, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, and at the end of the day, it's change. Right. And us as humans, the mm-hmm. way we've been uploaded, we are resistant to change, you, you yeah. know. So um, it's interesting, the feedback that you get. But then you get these companies that then reach out to us and are going, no, we've, we're already down that path. We've already thought about this. We have vetted two other companies. Forget them. We're going with you. And mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see this whole polar shift going on. And I think it sadly was because of COVID. Um, and other things, because again, technology like this has just never been implemented. You know, traditionally, you did your 30 days, you're out. Well, now we're finding out that, look, 45 days it takes for drugs and alcohol to get out of your system fully. You know, I mean, for me, it took a year for that cloud to kind of lift over me and my brain to kind of rewire itself. And, right. But but I'm going, well, wait a minute, what are ways I could have sped that up? And I think it would, mm. if it was, if I had things like this, of creating a daily schedule, a routine, accountability, uh, daily meetings, like I was in a nine to five, but in my treatment more so, I would have come out the gate swinging. I think I would have saved a lot of time and time is money these days for everybody. So, Very good point, man. Very good point. <laughs> it's amazing how adaptable, um, you know, you are with this. Like you said, you're based on religion. You could go one way based on, you know, that's, that's so amazing. And it's one of those things that you, when you're talking about substances, you know, you, when you're in it and you're not ready, there's nothing you can do. So even if just having this app, knowing it's there, that one night you could just be in a space where you could just want to talk to somebody and then that will help set the stage for you to reach out again is just, that's 
super important and wonderful. Yeah, my, yeah, right. yeah you know, my, my partner brought up a great point is, you know, how often are you going to pick up the phone when somebody randomly calls you? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what the, a lot of these centers do for people, right? But, mm-hmm. but more, okay, well, then let's flip it. And how much more are you going to pick up the phone when it's scheduled? Or more importantly, mm-hmm. if you need to get feedback on your own time and no one's even calling you. And that's what we're creating. We're arguing that our data points are more valid than the next guys. Um, mm-hmm. You know, right now, a lot of uh, rehab centers, Monte, you probably know this, but like they have to do surveys on your discharge to see if you had effective care. They're finding out a lot of these times are not that, I'm not going to say fraudulent, but honest, right? Because if I'm getting called, I'm going, yeah, hey, I'm rushing you off the phone. Well, what about yeah. a survey on your own time and so forth, right? right? And you have to fill it out in like 30 days upon discharge on the app. Then you're getting, but but again, that's just centralized better care and feedback for the, the addiction center or the community or a vet right. program and so forth. And, and I think it's on us as humans to give us a better chance. You know, enough is enough. 90,000 people. You know, I mean, why do we have like such a high relapse rate? Um, you, you know, we're not all lost souls. And I think we all need to yeah. find a purpose in life. And that's what we need to buy time to give people a chance to do. And we're offering that help for people. That's brilliant. Uh, I that's, see when it comes to when you when you when you when you throw that number, man, out that 90,000 people, it's it's uh it's obvious when you look at the data, when you look at how the data has grown over the last decade, obviously the 30, I, I saw you were a little hesitant, obviously to share your, 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 your true, I guess, critiques about rehab centers. Um, but, but let's just be honest. The data shows that they're not truly working. 30 days is not long enough. Um, and the price just the number. Too, expensive yeah, right you're just a number you're just a bed exactly mm-hmm. that that's 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 well, really what, what it is go, go ahead i mean yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be dead honest for me you know what i did looking at the industry for 10 years and i locked myself in a room uh, i went through i went through acute withdrawals a whole nine i go i'm not burning i didn't have the money for that at the time sixty thousand right. dollars go pay insurance <laughs> Who I does? right i mean i <laughs> And I'm not going to put my parents through that, right? I mean, I I literally locked myself in a room and completely resurrected myself. But you know what? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And there are certain things. For alcoholism and, and benzos, you need guided medical attention. Do not get me wrong, right? For opioid withdrawal, some other things, you can survive. And I learned my biggest lesson going through that. And I got out of that going, oh, my God, I'm never putting myself through that again. But that was after about the sixth time that I've really done it because I hit my rock bottom. I didn't have work left. I, You know what? Somebody told me the other day, go, man, my phone's ringing so much. Oh, I was actually get my hair cut. And my uh, barber was, oh, my phone's ringing so much. I go, you know what, my friend? You're going to have a problem when that thing stops ringing. It's not mm. when it's ringing. But when that thing stops ringing is when you had a problem. And I'll never forget when I was down and out, my phone didn't ring. Mm. I went from sales and managing, you know, 30 people and all across the country, my phone not stopping until one o'clock in the morning to dead silent. And that was my rock bottom. That, that was my rock bottom. And uh, thankfully now my phone doesn't stop ringing. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
we got a lot in common, man. We most definitely got a lot in common. Uh, and and again, um, just this this please to our audio list audio listeners, just please just hop on our YouTube when you get the opportunity. Check out, check us out, check that video out so you can get a feel for here now help. Um, this is important stuff, man. RJ, I'll let you take it away, man. Yeah, check this, out herenowhelp.com. Uh, that's their website. <clears throat> you know, with uh, the stigmas that we were talking about with uh, rehab centers and rehab, mental health, you know, something I kind of thought about the other day is, um, you know, a lot of people right now, it's very common to hear, it's okay to not be okay. Mm. But we almost have to flip that a little bit because it is okay to not be okay but there's also strength in realizing you're not okay right Mm -hmm. there you are stronger for realizing that you need to take steps to help yourself because being the best best version of yourself making sure that you're there for everybody who's important in your life right that is the most selfless selfish decision that you can ever make in this world um you know we've said that before on this show that it's, when it came to our sobrieties my is like it was the most yeah, selfless yeah. selfish decision that we made was for us to quit our substances and but you extend that to mental health and everything and the way that you're approaching it and with these you know all of us young people and i'm putting us in that too uh, even though, you know, I just turned 35, you know, we're going like, let's say 45-ish and below young people who grew up with tech, who grew up with the internet, right? Doing this through that, reimagining everything, like this is amazing stuff that we need. I don't think that the majority of people understood what we needed, but then with how we treat healthcare in America, mm, we needed right, right, even right. more. And I just want to commend you for that because it's it's yeah. amazing. Because Bill, yeah, Bill, go ahead. Because I, I was going to throw something. Well, I was just going to laugh at the two. It's again, it's changed, right? And mm-hmm. I'll never forget the time my parents. I think I was in college when Facebook came out, but they're like Facebook laughed about it. I don't even use Facebook anymore, and they're the ones right. using it. You know, twenty three hours a day, right? So, and <laughs> but my hopes are, my hopes are. <laughs> this is going to be technology to where it's utilized for my kids in their generation. We're mm-hmm. on to something else like virtual worlds and with each yep. other. It's going to be you know what augmented I mean? I reality, not just VR, right? right. And yeah. I, I don't think it's if, it's when. Mm-hmm. You know, I, When we're on sales calls and so forth and somebody gives me, a, I don't know if my clients will do this. Well, they will if you implement it and, and yep. you kind of guide them to it. Like you tell them to go to group and tell them to do these other things. Right. It's not an if, it's when. And it's exactly. up to society to kind of get there. You want to know one thing, Bill? Uh, first off, great, great points, man. That RJ as well, man, with you. That was awesome. Yeah. I think uh Bill, man, when when I, when when you sit here and talk about it here now, help when you talk about you shared some success stories on stuff. What I think about when I think about here now help is is this when someone is at that point where they're like okay, I haven't used a substance for X amount of days, X amount of months, maybe X amount of years. And they're finally starting to get back out there into the world where I'll give an example myself. Stayed away from bars for so long just because I just felt I wasn't strong enough to go in and and refrain from drinking alcohol. When I, when I think about here now help, I think that this, uh, 
this business, this friend really allows for folks to have that confidence. I'm not saying you have to go back in said certain those situations, but having that confidence to step out the door, knowing that they got a pretty strong parachute. Yeah. Uh, they got a pretty strong and reliant friend in their pocket um, that is there for them all the time. So that's what I think about, man. And I, I don't want to hear your thoughts on that as well. If, if I'm, if I'm, it's a great point in your pocket. Right. And so you're seeing 100, 200 people at a bar, but just know you have 100, 200 people right in your pocket. And if you need right. to step outside and it gets intense, I can literally, that's the whole point of it is community of let me talk to somebody. Let me talk FaceTime or text somebody right then and there in my network. And that comes from if I'm alumni from a rehab center, we're all connected and I know everybody from there. If I'm in the community that we've brokered a deal with or a vet organization, whoever. And that's what it is, you know, and, and Monte, great point. I mean, I remember early on, you know, early, early on, I, I had a relapse where, oh, you know, opiates or anything i'll go to the bar well I'm, i was getting blacked out of the bar well that was i had no friends there i had no friends there and again my purpose came through of you know what my friends are on the other side maybe they're on my phone right or a phone call away you know? yeah that's the, i'm glad you mentioned that because that's just what i feel man that's what i feel just right listening to you talk about it you showing us what it is um and then obviously giving us further explanation about it it's that it just builds so much confidence for folks who are actually utilizing it and, and, and following through and, and really trusting the process. That confidence, man. Yeah. It, it, as our minds, people in recovery, our minds are, are quite pessimistic. Um, it, it, we, say the we, least, we, right? Yeah. <laughs> our well, you have to surrender fun. a lot, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of it is surrendering a lot, reinventing yourself. And also for myself, I'm a very, you know, uh, sociable person. I like seeing my, now look, I have two kids right now. There is none of that. <laughs> you know, right? I've been sheltered, quarantined, but I'm a very, I love my friends. I love hosting people and so forth. They drink all the time. They, they do their things. But I always got in this mindset of, wait a minute, I want to get better holistically and mentally to where I can go back to where I was when I was younger oh, yeah. and not abusing and so forth, right? Creating a normal life for myself of what it used to be before I got to that problem. And mm -hmm. I think this helps people sort of, you know, tame that balance. And, yep. and that's kind of a big point. Balance. Yes. Balance, balance, balance. Yes. There it is. There it is. Balance. Yes. I mean, Bill, man, you covered a lot. You covered a lot uh, in a good way, man. That's we wanted to give you the floor to to share your passion, share obviously your business, share information obviously about yourself, your journey, um, your loss, uh, which we obviously are extremely sorry for. And uh, this is just what we need, man. We need more folks like you who are really thinking outside of the box to help folks like us. That's, that's, that's what this is all about. And that's innovation, right? Innovation and commend you for it. Absolutely. You, the team, every single person who put their hands in the middle and came out with oh, your now. Our, our, our team is amazing. I mean, how, again, you know, it stems from the guy that tapped me on the back of the shoulder to, you know, how we got to my family yeah. being involved, um, you, you know, to how I met my COO, my CTO, 
is, you know, he is just unbelievable. He's been coding since he was 12 years old and has oh, wow. created something beyond something special, managing teams and so forth to, to Shannon Green, you know, who's in, in charge yeah. of all of our clients mm-hmm. and our social media. It was just, again, these people are doing things unselfishly. And we have other people behind the scenes of other companies. Um, even this guy, Jeff, I got to give Jeff a shout out in Colorado. He is doing sales on the arm for us. I mean, these people are, we have a, an army behind us of people that aren't even getting paid yet by us that have said, no, I've heard the story. I've heard the journey I'm hopping on right now and I'm oh, getting on it. right now. And when it all clicks and it has been clicking, you know, we'll bring them on and we bless them. And, and now we're a huge, happy family. And, uh, you know, we're just living to just have the conversation to everybody out there that hears this. So, yeah, heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. That's amazing. That, it's that I'm letting that sit right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heck yeah, man. Go ahead, RJ. Sorry. I think it's uh, <laughs> when you listen to people talk about things they're passionate about, it's very easy for that to get contagious, right? Yeah. And just watching listening to you speak about your the innovations that your team has come up with that you have you know been uh the co-founder of and what you're building here like it's 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 fun to get excited about the future and you know that's something that <clears throat> having hope uh that's under i think uh underappreciated when you're going through hard times and um, just being able to find the light and some hope and um, listening to people like you who yeah. are out there just trying to help as many people as possible. Is, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Um, it's everything that Mons has said. And uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Bill. And I think to sort of get close to here wrapping up, um, kind of just wanted to, Give you the floor again, Bill, for any last words you want to have with with the listeners. Obviously, in the future, we'd love to bring you back on again. But to kind of wrap up this show, man, like what what you want to leave everybody with, man? Obviously, yeah. we're going to promo. We'll 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 push it out here now. Help tell people where to go, where to where to get it. But floor is yours, man. Yeah, you know, I would I would just say, uh, you know, don't create any barriers in your lives. You know, somebody silent say something. Give them, and I, and RJ, I mean, you, you touched on this. I, I think the two biggest words in uh, mental health, and I, and I don't correlate, you know, drug abuse with everything. I think it it's all stems from mental health. You know, we don't mm-hmm. abuse ourselves and, and go in the gutter when we're completely happy. It all stems from mental health. Um, so, you know, I want to make it clear that, yeah, addiction centers, because there's 19,000 out there, we're focused on, but no, we're working with our vets. Our vets you know, uh, man, I mean, how many, how many hundreds and hundreds of even active duties vets, uh, committed suicide last year, um, to, I, I read a statistic the other day to 22 vets a day dying, yeah. trying to get care in the VA, I'm not saying that's all mental health, but I'm saying if we can pl- unclog, you know, that journey for people mm-hmm. and creating a new starting point and unclogging the hallways there, uh, for our communities, you know, bringing our open network there, creating jobs and having yep. peers start with each other, creating, you know, jobs through peer-to-peer counseling, let us certify them. Uh, Pasha Dashgar, Dr. John Brennan and our team are amazing in creating this curriculum that we now can certify people. Um, 
you know, we have a solution. I, I just open people up to communicating, taking the first step in reaching out to us or companies like us um, because, you know, sadly, because of the last 18 months, we're all suffering in right. some type of way, uh, even for employers, how are you going to have a healthy team without a healthy minded employee set? Um, and we all just want to get back to healing uh, and, a, you know, in a, in a sense of hope. And I think that's kind of what we're creating um, in a nutshell. So I, I thank you guys for the initial talk and I can't wait for the future. <laughs> oh, no, man. We thank you. We most definitely thank you. We always say it. We're just two amateurs just creating a safe space. Just, you know, there's so much negativity on the Internet. So we just wanted to go with this route and 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 we're just blessed to be alive and blessed to just have folks like yourself who are, again, are stepping outside the mold, thinking outside the box, being extremely innovative for the purpose, for the sake of just helping folks like us. That's, that's all about. That's you can't trade that for any. That's priceless. So thank you, Bill. People helping. Here people now, help team. Thank you. Um, this is this is awesome. So where can they where can they go, man? Herenowhelp.com. Where 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 can folks go? Yeah, herenowhelp.com. Uh, we have a Instagram page, we have Facebook as well. But uh, right through our website, can send inquiries, um, and we can you know log down your information and get in contact. Uh, but the door's open for everybody. Again, everybody's suffering right now in some sort of way. Uh, we will never shy away and say, no, if we can make something happen, we will. Um, Absolutely. So. That's thank you. That's all I got, man. I think I, that was, that was all, that was awesome. <laughs> RJ, go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say on uh, Android and Apple, do you have apps as well that people well, can download? Yeah. Awesome. On both, right? So what we yeah. do right now is we white label. So uh, it would be a for provider and client. And so if you're an organization, we bridge your clients and your providers together and we go from there. It's a very exciting time. If people would like to reach out to try and help the cause, what's the best mm. way to do that? Yeah, I, I would say email me directly at uh, bgerlock at herenowhelp.com. Again, it's B as in boy, G-E-R-L-A-C-H at herenowhelp.com uh, or info at herenowhelp.com. And, uh, you know, I will be right there at the end of it, respond very quickly. All we do is work, you know. <laughs> so, you know, we're not stopping until uh, many, you know, coast to coast gets this and it's in the hands of many, many, many people. We're on our way. It's exciting. It's very exciting. It's, it's wonderful, man. That, thank you, man. Thank you, thank you, Bill. Here now, help team. Thank you. Go ahead, RJ. Thanks for hopping in with us once again. We're Untapped Keg Sobriety and Mental Health Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm RJ Zimmerman. That's Monte Ball. You can find allegedly us anywhere at Untapped Keg. <laughs> and thank you to King Bill. Bill Gerlach. <laughs> I like the it King has, Bill. It has I, been I, a pleasure. Bring it. Thank you. All right, man. Really, really appreciate it.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.